Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Chapter 13, Killer. If it was anyone but Jacob, I thought to myself, Shaking my head as I drove down the forest-lined highway to La Bush, I still wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing, but I'd made a compromise with myself. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Arkey. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. He's a killer. <laughs> or is he? As we soon come to find out. I mean, I didn't want to spoil your 30 second recap. Well, that was very considerate of you. I'm trying to set you up to do some big reveals. Okay, I will. Are you ready? Yes. On your mark, get set, go. Bella drives over to Jacob's house in the middle of the night, basically. It's not even dawn yet. And then um, Billy's like, you can't talk to him. And she's like, too bad, sucker. And she walks in and he's asleep on a tiny bed and he's a large man. And then she goes to the beach to wait him out. And then he shows up like five minutes later after she stares at a piece of driftwood and is like, you're mean. And she's like, you're mean and you kill people. And he's like, haha, no, I don't. Here's a bear hug. And she's like, what? You murder people. And it's like, no, vampires murder people. I murder vampires. And she's like, how? They're made of rocks. And he's like, I have sharp teeth i have sharp teeth yeah that's a direct quote the dialogue is riveting (laughs) okay you did really well but i'm gonna try my best i'm not gonna let you intimidate me i'm very intimidating so best of luck count me in three two one go so jacob is in his like sweat shorts I, i think should be pants but he's just too big and they have this big confrontation scene and he's like i can't believe you thought i was a murderer and she's like well all these people are dead and he's like yeah because you literally saw laurent threaten to kill people you're so dumb and she's like i'm not dumb i'm sorry and then he turns into a wolf to tell sam that victoria is trying to kill bella and they have to go after victoria and they're about to go and there'll be a confrontation i ended my 30 second recap by saying what i think is going to happen in the next chapter yeah and what you think is going to happen next chapter is victoria is going to fight the werewolves with bella there yes That's interesting. I thought it was going to be like a planning meeting. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Like, I didn't think they were going to fight them right now. Fight, fight, fight. (laughs) You're just itching for some drama. (laughs) Um, So breaking news. Jacob is not a murderer. For all of those of you who followed the twists and turns and the red herrings and the confusing misnomers, don't worry. Jacob's not a murderer. I mean, he did murder Laurent. Like, he 
Sure. He's still murdered, just not a human. Yes, but he's only a murderer of bad people. Mm-hmm. If you're a murderer of bad people, are you a murderer at all? Well, that's my part of breaking news because Bella is like, I can't be friends with a killer. Even though when Edward was like, yeah, I murder people here and there. She was like, that's lit. It's all in your past now. Murdering might be okay as long as it's a rapist. Who knows? And now she's totally gone 180 on that. She's like, killers, no, no go. She's gone 90 degrees. We think she goes 180, but then she turns back halfway. She's like, I could never. But then she sees Jacob peacefully sleeping and is like, I could be friends with that murderer. A cute murderer. Exactly. So she seems to have exceptions for like men who she wants to touch, which I feel Mm -hmm. like tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. She has a lot of exceptions for Edward and Jacob. Did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment that you want to share? Do, do, do. Well, I kind of taken up your mantle and I like Jacob. I'm not team Jacob in that I don't want Bella and Jacob to be together, but I like Jacob a lot as a character and enjoy when he's there and yells at Bella for reasons that I also want to yell at Bella. Like when he said, I'm not the right kind of monster for you. I was like, that's true. She's being hypocritical. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. He calls her out and holds her accountable to like some semblance of not being a total asshole. Mm -hmm. I feel like because he and Jessica are the same person, I would love if the two of them got together and just like complained about Bella. (laughs) And they could just be like, yeah, and she has a double standard. She wanted me to be really supportive of her when she was going through a breakup, but she never asked once about how my breakup with Mike was going. And he could be like, yeah, and she had a double standard with me. Like she was totally fine with Edward being a vampire, but she acted all weird when she found out that I was half wolf. Yeah. That's a power team right there. And then they could do vigilante justice. These books are really all about vigilante justice. Do you have a piece of genuine enjoyment? Yes. When Jacob straight up asks her, wait, you don't have a problem with me turning into a giant dog? And Bella says, and I quote, no, I don't have a problem with that. I'm a dog person. I love dogs. Direct quote. And then she says, these strange people sent me a cat and I had to return it. Why would someone think I want a cat? I am so clearly a dog person. Yep. I can't believe we didn't include that part in our 30-second recap. That's critical to the chapter. Super critical. So, yeah, she's like, no, I don't have a problem with the fact that you're a giant dog. Why would I? Thank you, Bella, for advocating for dogs and modeling how to accept people for who they are. Um, Should we move on to advice? We should. Do, do, do. I'm just doing that sound effect for every segment today. Bella, I understand that you think it is okay to walk right into Jacob's room because he walked right into your room and Edward used to break into your room while you were sleeping too. But I just would like to say that two or three wrongs do not make a right. Busting in on people's bedrooms when they're asleep, like unless you're in a committed relationship with them or they asked you to wake them from their nap or you've like somehow been given explicit permission, you should not walk in on people while they are asleep. Mm -hmm. So my advice is knock. Then she wouldn't have to worry about waking him up. He would have already been awoken. I think that's great advice. Thank you. What advice do you have today? So my advice is a little bit similar. And 
it's about revenge and my advice is to Victoria. And I think that she should just stop trying to do revenge killings. I don't think it's like really serving her in her personal life. So as I'm prone to do, I wiki how to stop trying to get revenge. And I have a little list of tips that she can use when she decides she wants to kill Bella. She can do these things instead. Number one. Repeat self-affirmations in the mirror. So that's like, I have control over my actions. I don't have control over other people's actions. So it can be like, I couldn't control when Edward killed James, but I can control whether or not I can kill Bella. Implying that she shouldn't, not that she should. Another one, really good. I think she'd love it. Go for a coffee and a movie. That was on the website. I think instead of a coffee, she could drink some blood, human or animal, and go watch a film. That's very healing. Not human. I mean. Do you mean like stolen from a blood bank? Sure. Yeah. Or like just take a sip, you know? I just think that if you're telling her to drink human blood, it goes against your previous piece of advice. Unless your advice is just don't kill Bella, but it's fine to kill other humans. No, it's about revenge killing. Oh, she can kill. Needless killing, senseless killing, all fine. Just revenge killing. I haven't touched on that yet. I'm focusing right now on revenge killing. Got it, got it, got it. I'm so sorry. I misunderstood your advice. Continue. Um, And the last one is a journal prompt where she gets to understand, quote unquote, the Avenger inside of her. Hmm. So she can write about what that Avenger inside of her looks like. Interesting. In order to process her rage. I love how specific it is. Like, you're not asking her to stop all of her killing. You're asking her to pare it back. And I think incrementalizing big changes is a really effective strategy for how to actually accomplish a big goal, right? Like, you should break it up into tiny to-dos. So you're not saying stop all killing. You're just saying stop this one kind of killing. So doable. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What's your second piece of advice? My next piece of advice is for Billy. Billy, call the cops on Bella. She broke into your house. Charlie just said to him, I think last night, if one of those kids steps one toe out of line, I'm going to come and get them. Well, do you know who's just stepped a toe out of line? This like skinny white bitch who just showed up at the door and like busted her way into the house. That's really an interesting idea. I specifically mean called Charlie. Yeah, that makes more sense. Like, hey, your daughter just broke into my house. 
I don't think he should like call 911. I don't think he should call the police. I really do believe that the police should be defunded. But I think he should call Charlie and be like, hey, hypocrite. Do you know where my kid is? Asleep in bed, safely and behaving. Do you know where your kid is? Yeah, you watched her walk out of the house and do this really inappropriate thing. How dare you? Yeah. She's out of line. Billy should give Charlie a good talking to. Yeah. I'm fired up today. Don't mess with me, Charlie. Do you have a second piece of advice? I'm kind of changing tack on my um, previous advice. It's also for Victoria, but it's about how to effectively revenge kill Bella. Um, So now it's like, if you didn't take my first piece of advice, here's how to do it well. Yeah. So Bella says it's, quote unquote, just luck that Victoria hadn't found her yet. So my advice is to Victoria. You know where Bella lives. Where else would she be? She's super depressed. Just go to her house. That's where she's at. Why hasn't she found her? Like, she's not looking? She's staying in the woods murdering people? Bella hates the woods. So what is your advice? Go to her house to kill her. You know where it is. Okay. I just think if she's a good revenge killer, she should be able to follow the scent. I'm pretty sure James did it last year. Go do it. I know she can. Okay, did you write anything down in your Twilight Diary? Yeah. Well, at one point, this is like a little, like, just tidbit of advice. It's for Jacob who calls women females. It's so weird, and no one should do that, and also Jacob shouldn't do it. Since he's such a young teenager, I'm letting him, like, a little bit off the hook. Maybe he hasn't learned that yet, and I do think sometimes people still call women females, but that is something that he should correct. Yeah, and it's similar to the, like, two wrongs don't make a right. Just because some people do it doesn't mean that you should do it, Mm -hmm. Jacob. Like, Mm -hmm. be better. Yeah. Do you have any Twilight Diaries? I have a question. Is Bella only attracted to murderers? Is that why she doesn't like Mike or Tyler? She's like, who have you killed? So the piece of evidence against that theory is that she thought James was ugly. And he is super murdery. So, no, I didn't say, is she attracted to every murderer? I said, is she only attracted to murderers? Evidence in my corner is she's attractive to Jacob, who's definitely killed Laurent, probably other vampires. Attracted to Edward, who's killed a lot of, like, thought criminals, almost rapists. And attracted to Romeo, who killed Mercutio. The idea of a thought criminal is so funny. I'm a thought criminal. (laughs) Everyone's a thought criminal. (laughs) So is she only attracted to murderers? I mean, so far, it seems like that's true. Because, like, she wasn't attracted to Jacob before when he wasn't a murderer. Now it seems like the attraction is up, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just, like, the people murder as they go through puberty. And so, like, that's what's the changing factor. Not... The murdering itself. So do you think if Tyler murdered someone, that would flip her on Tyler and maybe he would have a chance? Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I think perhaps she, like, gets more interested in him after he tries to murder her with his car. That's true. So if only he had executed, she would love him from beyond the grave. I'm really learning a lot about Bella. This is great. Yeah, I think... Bella always thinks she's quite different and, you know, most people don't murder. And so when she finds someone who's different through murdering, she's like, yeah, that's like me. And reading, you know, gothic novels and wanting to stay home. I'm super different. 
I could even kill someone. If I wanted to. What do you want to put in a care package for our darling Bella? So I'm putting in an alarm clock for children so that she understands when it's an appropriate time to leave the house to go to someone else's house. These alarm clocks are digital clocks that adults can read, but they turn green when the kid is allowed to leave the room and red when the kid has to stay in the room. So Bella would wake up, you know, pre-dawn as she does. She'd be like, oh, I really want to tell Jacob this thing. She'll look at the alarm clock. It's red. And she'll know she can't go over and break into a stranger's house when the light is red, only when it's green. And when it's green, she can break into the stranger's house or should she employ knocking? Um, yeah, that's not the hill I'm going to die on. But knocking is a hill I'm willing to die on. I love privacy. What do you want to put in Bella's care package? So I, again, am inspired by you. You inspire me in so many ways. I want to get Bella a present to give to Jacob. Jacob does not fit on his bed. And I understand that it's a small bedroom, you know, and so like he can't get like a queen size bed. So he has a double bed and I think he's not that wide, but he is long. So he should switch to an extra long twin rather than a double. I think what he needs is length. Or I'll send, like, a Princess Jasmine bed situation, which do you remember? It was just, like, a million pillows Mm -hmm. that she could lie down on with Raja, her pet tiger. (laughs) And so I think I would get him that. I would get him just, like, a lot of pillows so he could, like, form them in any way he wants. Mm -hmm. But I just think he should be able to stretch out as much as possible given the limitations of the structure of his room. And Bella, as a realtor, should really know a lot about how to stage a room to make it look as big as possible while still being comfortable. Mirrors on every side. (laughs) What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I mean, now I'm so confused. I thought it was going to be a fight, but you talked me out of that. Now I'm sort of hoping that it switches to Victoria's point of view and we understand why it is that she can't find Bella. Well, after she hears my advice, she'll be able to execute. Yeah. Just go to the house. Or we'll find her in a motel bathroom looking in the mirror and being like, just go for a cup of coffee. You don't have to do this. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, A fork in the road for her. I can't wait to see what happens. A fork in the road in forks. Uh. (laughs) This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a self-help affirmation for Victoria from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I now have Bella's old cat that she sent back. It's real cute. I named it Bella. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hi, everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who've jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class, you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints, and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value, wonder, imagination, grief, and courage. If you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion, if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends, then this class is for you. Register before the first class on June 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. That's N-O-T-S-O-R-R-Y-W-O-R-K-S dot com.